Hello and welcome to Currently Reading. My name is Salima and I am your host. This is a Christian podcast where I will be discussing on a regular basis books that I am currently reading. (laughs) I am a wife to Omar. I'm a mother. I'm a soon-to-be former home educator. I'm a former student. I have a master's in theology and I love, and I mean I love to read Christian authors, Christian leadership books, anything that can just help uh, me grow closer to God. And I love to share that with others. So thank you for joining me on this journey. And I pray that the books that I share will be a blessing to you and will draw you closer to Jesus Christ. Hello, and welcome to Currently Reading. My name is Salima. I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. We are in this amazing book called Total Forgiveness by R.T. Kendall. And we are learning what it means to um, have total forgiveness and to um, fully embrace that. As I've said on several episodes, um, prior to reading this book last summer, I didn't understand what it meant to have total forgiveness. I kind of operated in the idea that, okay, when I kind of moved on, I guess I forgave those people or that person. Um, But I really enjoy how his book has helped me understand that um, no there are so many ways of understanding what total forgiveness is and to understand how we um, experience total forgiveness. So in the last episode, we talked about um, Joseph and how in the story of Joseph in the Bible, um, he kind of had every reason to be bitter and kind of live in self-pity because, you know, his brother sold him in to slavery. And then while in slavery, he still tried to honor God (laughs) And then was in jail and then, of course, just could have easily just dwelled in self-pity and bitterness, especially when he realized early in his life that he got hit. God had a call in his life, a special call, and which was why his brothers were so jealous of him, because he would kind of boast about this and it made them jealous. So um, the author R.T. Kendall helped us see how Joseph had a lot of reason to be upset and bitter and want to be angry, but he did not. When his brothers came to Egypt, when there was a famine, you know, he could have easily, you know, got revenge on his brothers, but he didn't. Um, He embraced them and um, they were terrified, you know. Um, Excuse me, I'm drinking coffee. Um, They thought he wanted to get revenge, but he didn't. Um, And so, we kind of went through that in the last episode. If you hadn't, if you have not listened to the last episode, I would encourage you to please listen to it. But uh, today we're talking about how um, to apply um, the examples that we learned from Joseph into our lives to understand when we have total forgiveness. And the first point he he the author tells us is we need to make sure that um, we we don't we don't let anyone know what someone said or did to us. So. As you already know, we've talked about this already. He's reiterating this point again, but just a little bit to a different extent. He talks again about um, not sharing details of what someone has done to us with other people. Um, so he's, he, he, he says how in, in Egypt, when um, he had his all the people clear out the room when Joseph revealed himself to his brothers. And even people in the room who would not have even understood what he was saying because <clears throat> they didn't speak the same. He could, he was going to be speaking in his brother's language. They wouldn't have known what he was saying, but he still wanted them out of the room. He didn't want anyone to know what his brothers had did to him. And how the author explains this is because Joseph was admired 
in Egypt. And so if anyone had under known what had his brothers had done to him in Egypt, um, they probably would not have liked his brothers. And so he didn't want anyone to know what his brothers did. So he didn't want them, you know, people to look, look at them in a bad way. He wanted people to love his brothers as well. And so I'm thinking about that. I'm just like, wow, you know, because we have to think about that. Um, if you, you know, if you are well liked by somebody, um, and you tell somebody, you know, what someone else has done to you. I mean, this is just how it goes in life that they more than likely will have something against that person. Um, how often, I mean, I remember in high school and this probably happens in adulthood too, but in high school, I mean, you would have a friend and then, um, two or three friends, I guess. And so one friend is not speaking to you anymore. Then all of a sudden your other friends are not speaking to that person anymore either. Even though there is no connection between, you know, your one friend and the other friend. The issue, the issue is between you and one person, not you, not, not your friend and the other person. But that's just how it goes. If, you know, somebody, if you have a, a friend who's close to you and there's something against, you know, somebody else, they're just automatically going to be against each other too. I mean, that's just how it works. And so that's pretty much how I, when I was reading this, I was like, yeah, that's how it is. So he didn't want his brother's people to look down on his brothers because he was so well admired in Egypt for saving um, Egypt during this famine that if they had known what his brother that his brothers had done to him they would not uh, like his brothers so he is again just making sure we understand that it's okay to talk to somebody who we know we can trust um, but not to talk to somebody just for the sake of talking to them about things that have happened because as he says um one of the reasons um we we tell people what has happened to us is because ultimately we're trying to um punish them okay he says and on page 99 our one one of our greatest weapons that we have is with our tongue and it's so true it's so true um, we tell everyone what everyone has done in order to make the person look bad. He says that on page 99. It serves them right, right? That's what he says. Um, is we blab, he says we blab to everyone so that um, we, it's, it's our way of getting even with them. Okay. And so that's making me, has made me stop and think, you know, I don't want to tell of, I, you know, sometimes we talk. And we don't, we think we're innocently doing it, but you have to, we have to really be careful because, um, um, we do need to, um, we don't want to make someone look bad, especially if that person has no issue with the other person and we don't want to make people look bad, you know, and the truth of the matter is when you think about it on a bigger level, it's unfair to make people look bad. That issue was between you and that person, not between you. Um, I mean, not between that person and the whole world. It's unfair. I mean, it's possible that you and somebody had a misunderstanding. It's possible that you said something that offended them. That is possible. <laughs> and, um, and maybe you had the misunderstanding. So just think of it, think of things from a bigger perspective. Um, when you're telling somebody how someone has hurt you, think about what you're doing to their reputation. Think about how you're making them look and thinking and think about 
do you feel vindicated that you were able to tell somebody? Then that means you're not applying um, what he's saying about the Joseph rule. You're not living in total forgiveness. You're still trying to find a way to get even with them for what they've done to you. And so um, it's very important to be careful about that because I can tell you from experience, I have made the mistake of just kind of saying things. And there are times I don't think I'm always doing it because um, I'm trying to be, get even. But I think it's we have to be careful about that. And I, I, I said to myself, you have to be careful. You cannot just say this happened, um, especially to anybody. And you have to be very mindful of who you are talking to. Something that I do a lot, and this might help you if you don't have somebody who you can really talk to, is I write out my feelings a lot. I have um, journals and I just write out what I'm feeling. Um, there is something therapeutic about that as well. So if you don't have um, somebody who you know you can trust, who is um, who will not repeat um, situations that you're in, um, I encourage you to get a journal. And I, I mean, I literally write as if I'm talking to God in that journal about things that I'm feeling and, and just the ways of just frustrations or hurt and pain. So um, I do that on a regular basis. So I would recommend that if you don't have somebody who um, you can talk to, who you know will not uh, can spread what the situation. Okay, another one, number two, this is big, is do not allow people to be afraid of you or intimidated by you. Okay, so Joseph um, and his brothers um, came to him. He said, come close to me. You know, he didn't tell them to stay away from them. He said, come close to me. And he was weeping because he didn't want them to be intimidated by him. Um, he says, when we have totally forgiven the author on page, um, on the next page, I'm sorry. And I'm having, I said 99, a few minutes ago on page 99. No, uh, that's because I can't see. Uh, we're at, that was on page 59. Now we're on page 61. Sorry about that. But page 61, it says, when we have totally forgiven, those who have hurt us, it gives us a bit of pleasure to realize that they are afraid or intimidated by us. And I think that a lot of us have done that. Um, I know I have that as a very bad habit. Um, I will see people and I will immediately just kind of, kind of see them and just kind of look the other way. And almost in a way that not to pretend like I didn't see them, just like I saw them and totally looked in another, in another direction. I have done that. And that's actually being very mean because, I mean, you know how sometimes you see people and you try to pretend like you don't see them only because you, you know, you don't like, oh, should I go speak to them? What should I say? It's just a little awkward feeling. You know, those are, you know, sometimes that's just a little awkwardness and it's an awkwardness we go through. No, I don't, I kind of note and do that. I actually might give you full eye contact and completely look away. <laughs> and I shouldn't even laugh because it's not funny, but I have done that. But I've done it um, ex exactly what he is saying to be intimidating, to let people know that you, what you did was wrong and you, you deserve me to do that to you. And so, um, that when I read that last year, I said, no, that you have to stop that. You cannot, um, that is not okay. And I'm so glad he pointed that out because I probably would never stop doing that. I probably will always let people know you're wrong by what you did. And I'm going to show it to you in this kind of silly way here. So, um, think about somebody who has hurt you um, and think about how they are around you. He says that when people are intimidated by you, um, that, you know, there's something about you that you're giving off 
that they're not comfortable yet coming near you. So you're still probably harboring some form of unforgiveness. So think about people who've hurt you. How can, how do they act around you? Do they act comfortable around you or do they act um, like they're afraid? And so, and if they're acting afraid, ask yourself why, ask yourself if you're still um, dealing with hurt and pain and you're not, you have not yet totally forgiven them. And then just simply pray and ask God to help you through that. Again, I'm always for trying our best to work through um, and do what God wants us to do, but making sure we understand that God cares about the pain we're going through. So don't try to rush through your pain, allow him to help you through that and continue to say, Lord, you know what? I don't want to keep having this feeling. So help me to, um, help me to feel, help me to get through this uh, forgiveness because I don't want people to be intimidated by me. Okay. Um, so that's just another one. Those two, you know, making sure we're still not talking to people about what's happened and all, you know, writing down our feelings and also not allowing people to feel intimidated or afraid to be around us. That's how we can know when we have total forgiveness. All right. So we're going to stop here and we're going to continue to go through this uh, chapter of how to apply Joseph's example in our lives so we can be living in total forgiveness. So thank you for joining me on this episode and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Currently Reading. I pray it has been a blessing to you and I hope it has drawn you closer to Jesus Christ. The way you can support Currently Reading is by following and sharing it with your friends and family. See you on the next episode.